Welcome to Authentic Influence with host Anthony Chansamuth, the show where we get real and share the stories and struggles, strategies and tactics of successful influencers and entrepreneurs so that you too can take action to create the life and business that you choose. And now over to Anthony. So in our last episode, we talked about the importance of creating great content. But what makes great content that people actually want to read and share? As Tim Solo of Ahrefs says in his Business of Blogging course, the quality of your content predetermines the very success of your blog. And a few ingredients that Tim shares in the course uh, are one, quality, two, uniqueness, and three, authority. So let's go through each one of those, and I'm going to give you some examples along the way. So let's start with quality. The question that we really want to ask here is, how well does this content answer the person's question? or match their search intent. So when they're going to Google and they're typing in, you know, how to make chocolate cake, right? Or something like that. And then Google returns a page of results. And what they're looking for is, which is the best article or piece of content, could be a video, uh, that answers my question quickly and, you know, gives me exactly what I need to go away and bake that cake right now if imagine that that person then sees some content that doesn't actually answer the question right it basically basically goes on to try and sell some kind of product um without ever really answering the question how how would they feel what would be the user experience imagine if that was you how would you respond to that you'd probably click away and go to one of the other results right so that's what happens so how can we improve quality Right, there are a few tips here. Uh, first, the first one is to learn how to write in a compelling way. Okay, and this is really what writers and copywriters like myself spend years, uh, you know, learning and practicing. Okay, and like any skill, anything that you've learned to pick up, you know, over the years, you start off as a beginner, as a novice, and you just write. Okay, and then you can do some. Uh, courses you can look at youtube videos listen to podcasts uh, you know attend workshops and whatnot and you can pick up different skills and tips and tricks on how to write better and start incorporating that but you know you can read as much as you want you won't get better until you actually start writing okay and the more you write uh, the better you get especially as you incorporate feedback and um, focus on you know how to write in a compelling and persuasive way right so I can. Some people ask me what you know copywriting course have I done and these sort of things. Uh, there's one that I could recommend, which is actually called copywritingcourse.com, and it starts with a K um, by Neville. You can just Google that, and I'll include that in the show notes. And that's a really good primer for copywriting. Now there are other sites like copyhackers.com uh, that I can also recommend. Right. So you want to learn to write well. But it's also, it's about, you know, not just copying other someone else's tips and techniques. It's about evolving your own style and your own voice, okay? And that's where it really becomes powerful, right? So that's tip number one, learn to write well. Tip number two is to improve how your content looks. And what we're talking about here is 
research has shown, and you probably already know the difference between landing on a article which is, you know, two thousand words, uh, just string strings and strings of text, no paragraphs. It just reminds you, or reminds me of those massive textbooks that we used to read in high school, uh, and I hated them because it was just a drag <laughs> to try and read it. Um, I'm thinking of Encyclopedia Britannica, which might age me, uh, but uh, you know, even they had pictures, right? So you really want to think about how the content looks when it's sitting on your website or when you're presenting it to people. So what you can do to improve how it looks is to include quality images, okay? And you may have heard, you know, the common tip here is to avoid stock images as much as possible. And I would normally agree with that if you're writing about uh, something that has to do with, with you know, your own world where you can share photos of experiences that you've had or your team have had. Um, so if we were to write an article about our team retreat, we would then include photos of, you know, that retreat. That would make sense, right? But if you're writing about some kind of business topic or some other topic that doesn't really doesn't make sense for you to include photos you know from your own world then don't do that um and stock photos uh, i think is is better in, in many cases than not having any photos at all and just strings of text that's my opinion anyway uh you can also use short paragraphs subheadings quotes you can embed lists into your text you just want to break up the the long you know strings of text and and not I've seen articles where there's no paragraphs and it's just words, 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 and it's almost like blah. <laughs> okay, uh, so yeah, use those different formatting options. Okay, and you can also add visuals such as graphs, infographics, multimedia elements like audio. Uh, you can embed your podcast audio. You can also embed videos. Right, so something that. Uh, works really nicely and Google really likes this is when you go and find YouTube related YouTube videos uh, or even better videos that you've created and put onto YouTube and you embed those videos into the 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 articles all right um, so that's an, that's a good thing to do uh, you can also embed slide shares if you use those uh, if you don't know what that is go check it out okay so tip number two is to improve how your content looks that will help with the quality uh, tip number, number three is make sure that you're using an attention grabbing headline okay now your headline is a single most shared piece of your article when it hits social media um, so you know that's the one thing that we all see and if the headline is not compelling enough it's not going to get people curious enough to want to click uh, well the first to stop scrolling on their feeds and secondly to click through to read your article Right, so you do want to invest more time into getting the head, the right headline uh, for your article. And a couple of tips here is one, you could use uh, a tool uh, called the Headline Analyzer tool, which is created by CoSchedule, uh, and that's a really neat tool. It's free. Uh, I think you need to sign up to to use it, but it's still free. Uh, and you go in there, you type in variations of your headline, and it gives you a score. Um, and basically, you're trying to get to the closest score you, as possible to 100. I've never gotten there. I think the highest is like 74 or something. <laughs> and so uh, that's a good tool. Um, just as a practice, what you can do is you can brainstorm at least five headline variations for each article that you write. Uh, and then once you've got those, uh, a neat thing to do is to go and run polls 
using those headlines in social media. So you, if you're in a Facebook group community or in a Slack group or just even on you know on LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever you're using, you can literally just post a poll and say, here's three headlines uh, for my next article. What do you think, which one do you like the most and why, right? And so people can vote on that uh, and then you'll see, you'll see which you know headlines resonate the most. Now, the key to making any survey or poll work is to make sure that you're actually doing a poll in groups that are your target audience, all right, for the, that specific piece of content, otherwise it's not going to work. But um, that could be really useful and it will save you a ton of time and it will make sure that when you do publish uh, that, you know, that, that headline is going to grab people's attention, right? So uh, that's all about quality, right? That, Step or ingredient number one for making your content great is to ensure that you are uh, you have great quality. Okay, now step number two is uniqueness. Right, uh, what we're talking about here is you know if you're just copying someone else's idea, if the idea itself is not unique, right? Maybe you're writing a blog post um, about content marketing right which is a topic that i'm talking about right now and i'm writing and speaking about all the time right so what what you want to do is find you know your unique perspective there okay maybe you have an original idea maybe you've got original research that you've conducted so you've surveyed you know 100 or 200 or 1000 businesses and you've worked out a specific you know, practice that they're doing or something, you're presenting data that's new and different in some way, okay? Or just see, it could just be the most recent, right? But just keep in mind that if you're focused on the most recent, then you're going to have to update it again, perhaps, you know, in 12 months' time to keep it recent, right? Um, original research, a contrarian perspective, or even how you present that same information, okay? So a good example of this is there is a blog called wait but why um and if you go and check that out it's one of my favorite blogs uh, and the thing that makes it really different is the 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 blogger his name is tim uh he basically creates these visuals where he draws them like really they're not great drawings <laughs> if you if you think about if you look at them they they they're actually just stick figures um but they they bring the point across and they visualize the concepts that he writes about. Now, the other thing that's going on is uh, he's a mad researcher. So his articles typically are, you know, 2,000 up to 5,000 words long. Um, well, like a ton of research. Uh, and he it literally takes him like months to put together one article, right? Um, so uniqueness is something that when you're bringing something that's unique, that will naturally you know, attract people to it because it's different, right? So uh, I feel I have a couple of other examples here is um, there's an article that was published by uh, Tara McMullen uh, recently on her uh, What Works or explorewhatworks.com um, website. And it's, I'm just going to have a look at the title basically the title is what i wish every small business owner knew about marketing it's, it's a long form article it's got some really nice visuals embedded into that um she's got her designer doing uh little sketches that what are drawings but they they they're drawings of concepts that she writes about in the article or talks about uh and 
what really stands out about this article is she's writing or, or writing from experience, right? Um, she's a, a master small business strategist. She's been in the game for a long time. Um, and she really presents, uh, to me, probably the most comprehensive explanation of marketing. Um, and the way she's done it is quite different because she she's actually presents three questions that you should be asking uh, to really get clear on what your marketing, whether or not your marketing is working, okay? Uh, and so this is a really great article. I'm going to link to that in the, uh, in the show notes, but uh, you definitely want to take a look at that one because it's, you know, there are really t- hundreds, if not, you know, millions or thousands of blog posts around on marketing. But like I said, this is the one that, you know, over 10 years of me being in the industry, one that stood out the most. Um, and it's the most recent one that I've read, right? So another, uh, someone else who does really well is Spark Toro. So Rand Fishkin and his his blog is just, uh, blows me away every time. Um, if you don't know of, of Rand or have never heard of him, he used to, uh, he was the founder of moz.com. Um, and he, you know, he kind of made famous the whiteboard videos because they did, did all his uh, explanation of SEO concepts using a whiteboard. And that's become even the norm now. I'm sure you've seen a ton of these whiteboard videos, but uh, Moz and Rand, were, were the, they kind of started it, uh, you know, many years ago. So there are a few examples for you of content that's unique and stands out. Uh, and I'm going to give you one more example here, which is... In 2012, TheVerge.com published an article which is really controver- controversial. Um, they, it's called Scam World, Get Rich Quick Scheme, uh, Schemes Mutate into an Online Monster. A, and it basically calls out a whole bunch of different internet marketers and talks about modern snake oil salesmen. And that particular article got uh, annoyed a lot of people. <laughs> and it got over 1,000 comments, 4,500 uh, Facebook likes, two, almost 2,000 tweets back and backlinks from major internet marketing blogs and had the whole industry talking about it, all right? And so that's the kind of content that, you know, they took a stand. Um, they knew it's going to annoy some people, but it also got a lot of traction and views uh, as well, right? So think about what can you talk about in your industry that, you know, maybe you're seeing, well, this is what everyone's saying, but you don't necessarily agree with that. And you can present a contrarian view. Uh, and that's something that can work really well. Okay. But you got to be able to stand behind that and, and, and present an, uh, a solid argument as to why you're saying it, it's not accurate. Okay. So that's uh, ingredient number two is uniqueness. Now, the third ingredient is authority. And the question here around authority is, you know, what's your credibility? Uh, do people see you as a credible source for uh, your industry, right? Uh, are you a thought leader in your space because you're at the cutting edge of the industry, you're up on stages speaking or, or, or summits on podcasts or you're being invited to conferences or whatnot um, and you're, you know, speaking about your topic or you're writing a lot about it and, and you're presenting ideas that are, uh, are new, okay? So, couple of people that come to mind here is you know Brené Brené Brown um and and all the talks all the the TED talks that she's done the books that she's published um and all the you know 
the research is done around uh, everything from mental health to vulnerability and um, you know those research topics that, that she's known for now. Okay, the other person that comes to mind right away is Simon Sinek, um, and he's done really well with you know uh, the the whole ask why and 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 lead with why concepts and the golden circle. Uh, and that's you know someone who presented a concept that really resonated with the audience that he was presenting it to, uh, and and then you know published a whole lot of content around that. Um, and it's getting booked. These these people are getting booked and you know paid thousands of dollars to go and speak in front of audiences, right? So that's authority. Now, what if you're not an authority like that? What if you're not a thought leader and and that's not actually your role and that's not what you do? Okay, so um, then what you can do is actually you can borrow authority. Okay, and that's something that um, I'm going to list some names here that you probably recognize. Uh, and, and what I mean by borrowing authority is you can actually interview the, the industry leaders, the people who are the leaders in your space. Okay, Not everyone is going to be in an Elon Musk, right? Um, they're res- really reserved for like the 1% of, of the population. But you might notice, uh, you might recognize some of these these names, right? So Joe Rogan, a uh, podcaster, uh, interviewed Elon Musk on his podcast, right? Um, Oprah Winfrey interviewed Desmond Tutu. Right, Archbishop Desmond Tutu on her show, on her TV show when she had it. Uh, Larry King interviewed Nelson Mandela. Okay, uh, Charlie Rose interviewed Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Um, and Dr. Phil, he interviewed uh, a whole bunch of celebrities about their personal lives to help them solve their problems on his show, uh, which is Dr. Phil. And he first appeared on the Oprah Winfrey show um, as someone that was an up-and-coming um, uh, you, you know, person in what he does, and so there are you know a couple of a bunch of individuals who really built their credibility by interviewing other people, right? Uh, and so you can be that person, and this is why power, I believe that podcasts and you know Facebook lives and LinkedIn lives and these sort of things are really a, a powerful medium, right? And Clubhouse has taken off in a big way because it really allows people you know, hosts to host these experts and then they can build that, that authority for themselves. Um, and that's something that, that you can do for yourself as well. All right. Uh, so they are the three different ways that you can make your content great. Just a quick recap. One is quality. Two is uniqueness. And three is authority. All right. So let's just leave uh, this episode with that. And um, I just want to encourage you to think about how can you incorporate those three different elements in what you do into your content uh if you have any questions at all let me know otherwise i will see you on the next episode thank you for listening now just quickly if you want to check out the show notes for this episode just head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash podcast uh, and you can grab all the links and things and resources on there and also if you are a conscious entrepreneur got a professional services business working b2b uh, and you've got an interest in building influence and income through showing up serving others and being real then i invite you to join my authentic influence warriors facebook group Uh, if you want to do that just head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash community Okay, thanks for joining in and I'll see you on the next episode.
Thanks for listening to the Authentic Influence Podcast at AuthenticInfluence.co. 